This is Cody Ray Miller, and you're listening to the Dude Fuel Podcast. Next month, I will turn 31 years old. I spent my 20s predominantly and primarily working through issues, figuring out who I was, and so far, almost a year into my 30s, um, I feel that I have been practicing now something new. I've been leaning in to who I am. I've been embracing who I am. It's like all of the work that I did in my 20s, figuring stuff out, figuring out what's valuable to me, figuring out what I really care about and who I am. All of that is sort of paid off and is culminating here in this new sort of decade, so to speak, of my life. And I wonder if that's not true for you as well. Maybe not that you're in your 30s, but could you be at a place in your life where you're ready to lean in? And so today on the podcast, I want to talk about what that means. When I say lean in, I'm really talking about acceptance. And acceptance is something that I think can be misunderstood. So I want to make, you know, at least one really crucial distinction in regard to acceptance. But before I do that, I I just want to talk a little more of this concept of, of leaning in. It's an embracing. It's an accepting of who you actually are, who you really are at your core. And this is something that I think is is surprisingly difficult for us to get at because society tells us we ought to be this way. We have an upbringing where not only our parents or guardians or whoever was around us that raised us, not only those figures in our lives, but also our friends, right? And our And our associates early on, they really shape us uh, in, in many very important ways. And so our society as a whole and our culture kind of gets under our skin and it can be difficult sometimes to discern what we actually desire and what we've been programmed by society to desire. Are you tracking with me? You understand what I'm saying? Okay. If that makes sense to you, then I think you're already there in terms of understanding that that culture does program us, that our society you know, can play a very important role um, in in shaping us, but at the same time, there are some dangers there where we might lose some of our individuality, some of the, the things that we truly believe in who we really are. And so this morning, as I was at the driving range and uh, I was hitting my new, uh, new to me uh, driver, I, I just I just stopped for a moment and I realized that what I was really doing was leaning into that moment. Like here was a Saturday that I was spending at the driving range. And I was doing that because I enjoyed it, because golf is something that I enjoy, that I've wanted to do more of, that I thought about doing more of in my 20s, but oh, I didn't have time, or oh, I didn't have the money, or oh, I, you know, couldn't spend uh, the time away from my wife, you know, whatever the case may be. And even now, I could make those same sorts of uh, statements. In fact, I think I could make stronger statements because now I have, a, I have a son, so I'm a father. So how selfish of me to be at the driving range Saturday morning. Real men, real fathers are spending time with their children, right? These are the things that we're sometimes told uh, by our culture and by our society and probably well-intended. You know, it's like we want, we want men to be good fathers, it's a huge problem in our country and, and really all over the world. But, you know, it's, it's a huge problem that you have absentee fathers or you have fathers who maybe are there, but they're not plugged in with their kids. They're not loving their kids, getting to know them, supporting them more than just financially, right? 
I mean, really supporting their kids. So I understand that. But that sort of judgment has got to be dealt with and it's got to be put away. And I'm speaking from personal experience here because earlier in my 20s, it just about destroyed me. If you've heard me talk at all and share any of my story in my 20s, I went through anxiety and panic attacks and it got to a point where I felt like I was having a mental breakdown. I felt physically ill. It was absolutely terrible. I mean, I would wake up in the middle of the night shaking uncontrollably. I couldn't stop the shaking. And come to find out, it's because I was in adrenal fatigue and my um, my nervous system was, was shot because I was just constantly, I had so much adrenaline pumping through my veins that I was just constantly on high alert. And so in the middle of the night, for apparently no reason, I'd wake up with a racing heart, sweaty palms, shaking violently, convulsing. It was terrible, okay? I'll leave it at that. Save that maybe for another episode. <laughs> but I just want I share that with you because I want you to know that I I've been there. I've been at a place where judgment where I thought this is the type of person that I have to be. This is the type of life that I have to live. And in my 30s, I'm so thankful that I'm shaking that off and I'm saying that's not true. There are a million and one different ways to live, speaking figuratively, of course, but there are so many ways to live out there. And I just encourage you, if you're struggling with this, you know, look at other cultures, look at other societies. They work. They work differently than ours, but they work, okay? Yes, we can criticize. Yes, there are shortcomings in every society and with every culture. There's no perfect society or culture out there. But all around the world, people are living their lives. They have jobs. They have families. They're making it. And many of them are supremely happy living very uniquely uh, different and distinct lives from the lives that we're leading. And so all of that is to say, you've got to watch out for judgment here. Please don't let judgment wreck your life like it wrecked mine, okay? And so as I was out at the, the driving range, I realized in that moment, this was something I loved. My wife approved of me being there. It was a good time for me to get away and to do something I love and to come back refreshed and recharged to be the husband and father that I, I want to be, that I strive to be. And so uh, I want to um, talk a little bit more about acceptance here, like I promised, and, and talk about the difference between especially acceptance and resignation. So acceptance, as I've already said, is this sort of embracing, okay, embracing who you are and what you really believe and, and your values your ethics, what is meaningful to you. Maybe it's because I'm a part of an individualistic society. Okay. <laughs> Again, we can criticize. The U.S. is very individualistic. And I think that cultures that um, are more um, communal is not really the right word, but the the term that escapes me right now the opposite of of an individualistic society a collective a collectivist society that's what i was looking for there are advantages to collectivist societies there are advantages to 
the type of society we have predominantly in the West and certainly in the U.S. You know, it's funny in the U.S., uh, you know, we have this saying, the squeaky uh, wheel or the squeaky gear gets the grease, right? The squeaky wheel gets the grease, meaning if you need something, make enough noise and you'll get attention. You'll get what you need, right? Um, but there's there's another saying that I heard, uh, and it comes from more collectivist society. It says the nail that stands out gets hammered down, <laughs> I think we can learn from both of these sayings. I think it's important here. You know, sometimes you need something, you should speak up. Other times you need to be careful. There are consequences for for standing out. And so uh, anyway, with with that, you know, being said and, and bearing that in mind, yes, this is a somewhat individualistic sort of way to live. And I think we need to live in balance. We don't need to go too far here. It'd be very easy to overstep with what I'm saying. But I think you need to speak your truth and live your truth and be who you really are. And if people don't like it, they can move along, okay? I mean, you know, here in my 30s, again, I've spent time with enough people that I know that if you don't like me, that's okay. I don't like everybody either. You don't have to like me. That's all right. Boy, I did not feel that way in my 20s. In my 20s, I thought so idealistically. I thought, well, if I'm living an awesome, authentic, wonderful life, everybody's going to like me and I'm going to like them. Hey, guess what? It's not real life, okay? I don't like every food, okay? I don't like every outfit, every TV show. I don't like every movie. Guess what? I don't like every human that I meet either. That's just, I mean, it's just normal, right? It's just a, a normal part, I think, of the human experience. So, Acceptance, when I talk about embracing acceptance and who you are, um, I want to clarify that this is not resignation. And and resignation is quite different. So resignation basically says, oh, well, can't do anything about it anyway. Resignation is, you know, that that little robot, uh, <laughs> that little robot from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, you know, the, the one that was voiced by Hans Gruber. Okay. The one that was voiced by Professor Snape. Okay, be great if I could remember his name. He passed away recently. The actual actor there, it escapes me at the moment. But uh, that little robot on um, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, you know, he's negative about everything. He's resigned to his existence. So it's like, oh, well, I might as well do this because I'm going to get hurt anyway. You know, <laughs> that that is resignation. That is saying, oh, well, this is my lot in life. This is my cross to bear. This is who I am. Oh, well. I have a wonderful, amazing team member who might be listening to this in my network marketing business. She is amazing. And she recently got some really bad medical news. And I was just amazed and so encouraged. She went on Facebook. She's been doing some Facebook lives, really powerful. And she went on Facebook and she just said, that basically, she's not resigned to this medical diagnosis. But, you know, for her, her faith is so strong that she's believing uh, in healing and renewing. And she's not just being resigned, okay? She really, to me, it seems, is embracing. She's understanding. She's embracing. She's not happy about this, but she's embracing it rather than just being resigned to it or denying it, which can be, you know, so harmful. So I want to challenge you. I always like to leave a bit of a challenge here on the podcast. I want to challenge you to embrace who you are. Not everybody's going to like it. It's very scary. 
But I think when you finally reach this point of really knowing who you are and the things you love, you can lean into those things and you'll find so much freedom and so much joy in leaning into who you truly are. And it's like, again, if people don't like that, if they don't like those things about you or who you are, or the way you're, you're talking or the things you're talking about, so be it. I've been focused this year, and this might be a good focus word for you as well. I've been focused on the word unapologetic, living an unapologetic life, leaning into the things that I love, embracing them, accepting them, and really letting everyone else figure it out and deal with it on their own. Their response to who I am is their business. What I'm doing is living my best, most authentic life, striving to do my best every single day to give my best, to improve and work toward the goals and things that are important to me. If you don't like network marketing and you think it's a scam, fine, don't get involved. I'm involved. I love it. I think it's a great industry. Are there some bad companies? Yes, but I want to be a part of reforming this industry because the things that I've seen in it, the, the leaders that I've seen created and the lives that I've seen changed are worth it. Okay. I'm focused, you know, right now in my spiritual life on a different path from how I was raised. I told my wife not too long ago, I said, I'm not a Christian, but I'm not not a Christian. You know, and people say, well, what does that mean? You just want it both ways. Hey, that's your judgment to make. That's where I'm at. I'm being honest about it. Okay. If I were to identify myself right now today, I call myself a Christian agnostic. You may not like that. That's okay. That's where I'm at, okay? So many things. I could go on and on, and I know I'm being very personal in sharing that, but I think this is personal. It needs to be personal for you as well. I'm sharing in all sincerity and authenticity some of the things that I'm learning about myself, the things that are important, and what I care about and who I am. I hope that you find those things, and regardless of what stage of life you're in, Okay, you might be 98 years old and listening to this podcast. By the way, if you are 98 years old and listening to this podcast, let me know because that's awesome. Okay, you've lived a lot of life and I'd love to talk to you. I'm sure you could teach me a lot of stuff. Okay, so I'm, but I'm thankful for all of you. Okay, all of you who are listening right now, man, I just want to let you know that you can embrace where you're at. You can have greater acceptance no matter the decade of your life, no matter the season of your life. Embrace who you are. Lean into the things you love and let everybody else figure out what's going on and what they're going to make of it. As always, this podcast is dedicated to you and your success. If you like this content, I hope that you'll subscribe to the Dude Fuel podcast here. And I hope you'll also like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Dude Fuel. Uh, we also have a blog still working on that. It's a work in progress, but you can find it at dudefuel.com. Thanks so much for listening. And I look forward to speaking with you again tomorrow.